0: Welcome to Your Retirement Planning Simplified with your host, Joseph Curry, a CFP professional who is going to help you learn how to simplify your retirement planning. This podcast is all about helping you answer those burning questions you've had about your retirement possibilities and making a plan to get there. Through retirement planning education, resources, and expert interviews, Joe will help you get clear on your retirement vision how to simplify it, and what you'll need specifically to achieve or maintain your financial freedom. Ready to live out your retirement dreams and create future opportunities for the ones you love? Then, let's get started.
1: Hello, and welcome to episode number nine of Your Retirement Planning Simplified. I'm excited to have you uh, join in again today. Today, we're going to be continuing with our top retirement risk series. So this is gonna be the fourth episode in the series. So the first three we've covered so far are sequence of return risk. So you know what happens if your portfolio goes down at the, at the wrong time, which is generally leading up to or early on in retirement, and how we often we see people not planning for that as a, a potential risk. When we generally look at just doing projections with a, say a 5% rate of return or whatever number you're using, it doesn't take into account when you're getting those returns. The second episode was on longevity risk. So, you know, the risk of living your money, living longer than you expected. And then the last episode was on the risk of being too conservative. So having all your money and in investments that aren't keeping you up with the cost of living, which is a nice transition and closely related to our, our topic today, which is inflation risk or the cost of living risk. So this is kind of a, a timely topic coming off of 2021, where we had inflation at 3.4% for Canada, which is actually, I believe the highest we've seen in Canada for inflation in the last 30 years. And that's measured by the consumer price index or or CPI. So, you know, will it stay like that going forward? Uh, You know, a lot of people are expecting to, to see it continue. And then obviously there's a lot of people who have the opposite view, but you know, the biggest reason we call something like a risk is because we really don't know what it's gonna look like in the future. We can't plan for things like a, a pandemic, for example. So, that said, we do want to consider what the the risks are affecting our retirement planning, and we want to make sure that you know we build contingencies into our planning that that account for that. So, why don't we start with uh, just digging a little deeper on you know what is inflation exactly? Well, inflation is the, I guess, the cost of living increases over time. So, if you have a dollar today, and it buys you i don't know maybe a, a chocolate bar next year at this time you might need uh, you know a dollar and two cents or something like that so that increase in in the cost of goods or services that is uh, that's inflation or increases in, in the cost of living So what's the impact on your retirement income planning? How does it relate to that? Well, as I mentioned, uh, you know, the first thing is really increases in the future costs of goods and services. So, you know, I use the example of a chocolate bar, but it's your groceries, it's your gas, it's your heat and hydro. It's all the different goods and services that you use, which make up your, you know, your daily, your monthly, your annual spending. And the other thing it could potentially do is erode the value of the assets that you've set aside to meet those costs. So, you know, if you've been saving for 30 or 40 years to get to retirement and if you put your assets into something that's maybe too conservative, there's a potential that the value of those assets go down in relation to what they will buy for you in the future, even if the the dollar value of those investments doesn't go down. So again, if I need more than a dollar to purchase something tomorrow or next year, that only cost me a dollar today. Well, if I have a dollar tomorrow, it's not as effective as my dollar today. So that's what I mean by eroding the value of the assets you've set aside to meet those costs. So if we look back, you know, what has inflation done to purchasing power in Canada in the past? The average annual inflation rate, so again, going by consumer price index, from 1980 to 2020, so it's a 40 year period, was three percent, as I discussed uh, in the longevity risk episode. You know, forty years shouldn't be unexpected when planning for retirement, because again, we really don't know how long we're going to live, and life expectancies are certainly going up, especially as technology continues to advance. So, you know, we talk in percentages a lot in this business, but I know that most people in you know, our minds don't really think in percentages. So and especially when we talk about compounding. So 3% sounds like a you know relatively small number, but over 40 years, you know, if we go back to 1980 and let's say that someone retiring then was spending $80,000 a year, they required $80,000 of income to meet their lifestyle. If they were going to keep up with that same level of spending 40 years later, so in 2020, they would need $260,000. So again, in 1980 to spend the same amount or, you know, purchase the same amount of goods and services 40 years later in 2020, they would need $260,000 to maintain that same level of spending. So that's over three times the initial starting point. So, you know, year to year, 3% sounds like a pretty small number, but as that number compounds over time, it can be, you know, pretty substantial when we start looking at uh, the span of a retirement, you know, even if we, A little more conservative, we look back over the last 30 years, which was a relatively low average inflation of uh, only 1.9%. So, you know, 30 years ago, if you started with the same $80,000 you required for annual spending and you wanted to maintain that same level of spending today, you would require over $140,000 a year today to maintain that, that same level of spending. So that's almost double what you would have needed 30 years ago. So, you know, to put that into perspective, of how that relates to your retirement income planning. You know, I've recently had a, a couple clients ask me the same question, which is, you know, how do we know when we have enough money set aside that we can just take all the risk off the table for our investments? And first thing I'd say about that is it's a, it's a very natural question to ask, right? We feel like, uh, you know, if we're not taking any uh, risk in the stock market or, or whatever your investment of choice is. You'll feel more secure. And uh, you know, if the you know you can sleep at night, all that kind of stuff. But while it's a natural question to ask, there's really no good answer because there's so there's too many unknowns, right? So, you know, going back to longevity, we don't know how long you're gonna live. So, but let's just say we we knew exactly how long you're gonna live. We still don't know how much income you're gonna be requiring each year, 10 years down the road, 20 years or 30 years from now, because of inflation, right? So if the cost of living is going up, which you know, it almost always is. We can't accurately predict how much you're going to be taking out of your accounts 10 years down the road, for example. So without actually knowing those numbers, we really will never know how much we you need your, your investments to grow to be able to keep pace with you, with your lifestyle. So the other thing is you can't really take risk off the table, right? There's different, uh, different types of risk, different ways to look at risk. But as soon as you take uh, market risk For example, off the table. So, when I say market risk, what I mean is, you know, if you have a bunch of money in stocks, for example, and the stock market goes down, that's market risk. Or if you have all your money in real estate and the real estate values go down, you know, again, that's market risk. So, if you want to take market risk off the table, then you're going to introduce this inflation risk, right? So, now you, you introduce the risk of not being able to. Grow your assets enough to stay stay with or ahead of the cost of living increases that are happening year to year, which also relates into that you know that risk of being too conservative. We talked about on the last episode. So, what can you do about inflation risk? Well, as previously discussed, uh, specifically in the last episode, you want to consider having different asset classes for your investments that are going to be meeting your different objectives in retirement, right? So, again, I'm not giving you specific investment uh advice here every every situation is going to look different every person is going to have a different risk tolerance but you know from a really high level if you're able to match up the investments you have with your different objectives it, it's going to give you the best chance for success so you know money you're going to need in the short term you know the very short term yeah, you, you probably could keep that in cash and cash definitely has, uh, you know, there's a lot of inflation risks there. So last year, if you were in cash, most bank accounts were paying almost nothing and inflation is 3.4%. So at the end of the day, you lost 3.4% of your your purchasing power. But on the same hand, you don't really want to take the risk any kind of market risk for money you're going to be spending in the next six months the next year, because even if we expect markets, stock markets, for example, to go up over time, In a period as short as one year, almost anything can happen, right? So it does make sense to have some cash on hand for those shorter term purchases. And you do need to create income in retirement, most likely. So, you know, you want to have some lower risk investments that, you know, hopefully you're going to keep up with inflation. Maybe that would be the goal of these investments, but uh, make sure that income's there, though that capital is protected for when you need to take income over the next few years, right? So going back to the last episode, we talked about that in in terms of buckets, right? So those shorter term spending objectives are are really, you know, your income objectives. So that's your lower risk investments. And and we call that internally a a defense bucket, also sometimes referred to it as your war chest. So, you know, times are tough uh, for your, your growth investments. You have that war chest there to support your income. And then again, the other bucket is Taking into account this inflation, and also creating enough new capital, so that you can continue to take a higher level of income in the future as you require more because the the cost of living has gone up and inflation has occurred, and also to so not only keep ahead of that inflation but also produce that income on, a, on a, an increased amount over time. So, I mean, other pe- like other uh, situations, sometimes you may have other income sources that will help you keep up with inflation. So, you know, most people are going to have old age security, so that's going to go up with inflation, Canada Pension Plan uh, is going to go up with inflation. And then some people are fortunate enough to have pensions. And in, in some pensions, this is important to uh, consider because this could have a, a major impact in your retirement planning if you get this wrong, but some pensions will increase with inflation. And some won't. And some that do will increase with inflation up to a certain amount. But that's a, that's really important to take into consideration because if you have a, a pension, defined benefit pension, that when you retire, you know you're going to be receiving, say, $50,000 a year pension income, the value of that pension and what that's going to do for your long-term retirement income is going to be very different if that's going to increase with inflation over time or if it's just going to stay at $50,000 no matter what inflation does. So definitely something to take into consideration but often those types of uh, of income sources can help offset that risk of inflation. So to summarize on this inflation risk, you know no matter how you choose to invest, there's going to be risks, right? So if you choose a, a stock heavy type uh, portfolio, you're going to increase your sequence of returns risk or your market risk. Again, that the risk of the market's going down. And specifically the risk of the market's going down at a bad time for your retirement. If you add more low risk or guaranteed investments, you're increasing the risk of inflation and, and not being able to keep up with the cost of living, maybe not being able to maintain the lifestyle that you become accustomed to or that you have a goal of living. So, you know, like most things in life, a balanced approach uh, that takes all risks into consideration is essential for helping you achieve your retirement goals. And also taking into consideration your, you know, your own comfort level and your own experience and investment knowledge. All, all things that are important for for every unique investment plan. So looking at your own situation, if you feel you're know you worried about retirement, that you might be too susceptible to uh, inflation risk, don't hesitate to take advantage of our our free 20-minute intro call. You can schedule a call by visiting our site at www.matthewsandassociates.ca and clicking on the free assessment. I'm happy to answer any questions you have. Same thing, if you know anybody else who's worried about this stuff or planning for retirement, feel free to refer them to our website or share this episode with them. And as always, if you've enjoyed the episode, please take a minute to leave us a five-star rating if you have liked it and a review. This will just help us get the information that we're sharing out to more people who are trying to plan successful retirement so we can help them do so. And again, I appreciate you, uh, you tuning in. So thank you for joining me on episode number nine of Your Retirement Planning Simplified. Take care.
0: Investment services are provided through Matthews & Associates Investments of Aligned Capital Partners, Incorporated, and approved trade name of Aligned Capital Partners, Inc., ACPI. Only investment-related products and services are offered through ACPI slash Matthews & Associates Investments of ACPI and covered by the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. Tax planning, financial planning, and insurance services are provided through Matthews & Associates. Matthews & Associates is an independent company separate and distinct from ACPI Matthews & Associates investments of ACPI. Matthews & Associates are not licensed tax professionals, and you should consult with your tax advisor before acting on any recommendations. Thank you for joining us for this latest episode of Your Retirement Planning Simplified. If you'd like to see how prepared you are for retirement, we've created a free retirement readiness calculator to help you out. Go to matthewsandassociates.ca forward slash ready to input your retirement information and receive instant feedback to help you evaluate your current retirement readiness. Be sure to tune back in for the next episode. And until then, we're here to help you simplify and succeed in your retirement planning.